This episode is going to be glacial. Get ready for a game changer. Look at the size of that. What is that? Look hard. It's huge. Look at the size of that. That's a virtual planetoid. Has its own weather system. Planetary system? Are you kidding me? That's exactly what I want to talk about today. Hmm. What are the odds? Well, let's do it. Let's just jump on in. If we're going to talk about the planetary system, let's talk about global warming. Let's talk about climate change. Do you believe in it? Because if you don't believe in it, you need to listen to this podcast. Now, if you do believe in climate change, then you need to listen to this podcast. If you're a humanoid living on this planetary system, you need to listen to this episode. Because if you don't, you just might find yourself... He'll be crying himself to sleep tonight on his huge pillow. I'm going to show you how to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. We're here to help your life be happier. What's up, Happy Lifers? Thanks for joining us today. I am so happy that you did, and I am so excited for this episode. I want to start off by saying it's going to take me a bit to set this whole thing up. So don't stop the podcast until I get to the point I'm trying to get to, which may take a little while. And no, this is not a shameless plug to try to get you to listen to the entire podcast like so many people do today on their videos or on their whatever. Listen to the end, watch to the end. Uh, To be honest with you, (laughs) I'm just going to let you know a little little flaw maybe in my character. But when I see a video that says, watch to the end, I'm done. I'm going to the next video because I just feel like in some way they're trying to manipulate me, like watch us to the end and I, I can't do it. So that's not what this is, is today. I'm not built that way. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like anything that even sniffs of manipulation. So, I mean, if, if you need to fast forward or, or whatever, at least make sure you get to the main content in the last third or the last half of this episode. That's the real meat or the real heat, I should say, since we're talking about global warming. Or are we? (laughs) Because truth is, I keep mentioning global warming, but this podcast really isn't about climate change. It's about something else that I think is much scarier. Climate change will help me get this point across for two reasons. Number one, it's such a hot, divisive topic, which is why in the beginning I had to say, if you believe in global warming, you need to listen to this. If you don't believe in global warming, you have to listen to this. Because if I came across as I was pro or anti-global warming, then the people in the other camp tended to say, I'm not going to listen to this. And that's why I'm saying, make sure you listen to the last half of this episode, or to the at least let me get to my main point here, and not make it about something else, something secondary. Oftentimes, when all this stuff is going on, people are trying to manipulate us to not focus on what's really happening, but get us to focus on something secondary instead of onto the real thing that's going on. So 
even though I mentioned climate change, that's not what this podcast is about, but it's a perfect avenue to talk about what I want to talk about. Because reason number one, it's such a hot, divisive topic today. And reason number two, well, that's even better than reason number one. But let's start on reason number one, which is this. Climate change, originally called global warming, has been an issue of debate since the 1980s. And that's okay. I think that's good. I think debate is good. Healthy debate is healthy, and it makes us all better. That's why I want to talk about this today. In fact, the Declaration of Independence as well as the Constitution of the United States of America were both created by, you guessed it, debate. In fact, it was three months of heated debate to come up with a constitution before they would sign it. Three months of heated debate. So it's not the fact that climate change has been an issue of debate since the 1980s that bothers me. It's the fact that the climate change has been an issue of hate that has me concerned. Again, I want to say it. It's not the fact that climate change or global warming has been an issue of debate since the late 1980s. It's a fact that climate change has been an issue of hate that has me concerned. So how did that happen? When or how did that happen? When it went from debate to hate. And I'll tell you, which I think is perfect for right now. This podcast is coming. I think it's a very timely episode. That's why I'm so excited about sharing this. Because climate change, global warming, went from debate to hate when it became political. Clinton, Bush, Gore, Trump, Obama. And the point I'm trying to make here is that everyone on one party believes this way and everyone on the other party believes that way. What are the odds of that happening? I think at some point, you know, if everyone is thinking light, someone is not thinking. General George Patton said that. (laughs) When it becomes political, then it's all our side versus your side. And so if you're on this side, then you have to be this way. You have to act this way. You have to look this way. You have to do this. And if you're on that side, you don't fit in with us which takes me perfectly into reason number two, why global warming is the perfect avenue for me to get the point across I'm trying to get across here. You will see that, reason number two, symbolically, climate change just fits the narrative I'm talking about. Let me explain. According to Wikipedia, quote, a glacial period, alternatively glacier or glaciation, is an interval of time thousands of years within an ice age that is marked by colder temperatures and glacier advances. Interglacials, on the other hand, are periods of warmer climate between glacial periods. The last glacial period ended 15,000 years ago, end quote. You know what I think? I think we're about due for another one. It's been 15,000 years. Let's bring it on. (laughs) I mean, I joke, but honestly, I think a new glacial period has already begun. No, I'm not a scientist. But the truth is, you don't have to be a scientist to see the current glacial period forming. I may not be a scientist, but I am a life coach. I am a, an ex-pastor. I'm a human being that's not only been around for quite a while, but I've spent the majority of my years watching, studying. I've committed my life. It's my career. I spent my life trying to help people the majority of that time that I've been on this planet. And I'm telling you, if we're not careful... We have a new global warming on its way. It's heating up. 
And the reason I don't have to be a scientist to know this is because I am not talking about global warming. Not in the sense that you think I said I did. (laughs) (laughs) I'm talking about a different kind of global warming. A global warming that's much more harmful than the ones we humans have been talking about since the 1800s. That's right. (laughs) It's been a heated debate since the 1980s, but we have been actually talking about global warming since the 1800s. We've been debating it. We've been studying it. We've been learning it. But not until it became political that it turned into hate. I want to talk about when the debate that's turned to hate. And like I said, I'm not talking about the specific debate of climate change or global warming. I'm talking about the debate of any kind. Let me rephrase that. Not the debate necessarily, but when the debate has turned to hate. When global warming was something we were exploring, studying, learning, trying to figure out, it was fine. It was good. It was healthy. It's something that needed to be pursued because if it's true, The consequences are dire. If climate change is true, and I'm not saying it's not, I'm not saying it is because I don't want this episode to be about that. We could just shut things off because someone doesn't agree with us. So I'm not going to tell you which side I'm on. To be honest with you, I kind of am on both sides. That's kind of the point I'm trying to get across here. But like I said, if climate change is true, then the consequences are dire. On the other side, If global warming, if climate change is false, or even a little bit false, or even a little bit exaggerated, it's just as bad. I mean, why would somebody try to exaggerate something that's already scary? People do that to try and control us. Fear is a great control agent. And we see that all around us. People trying to exaggerate the anxiety, exaggerate the, the noise, the whatever. That, that's how you get more follows. It's how you get more listeners. It's how you get more popular, at least on the social media or the regular media stage. And that has me concerned. So if global warming is true, the consequences are dire. But if it's not true, it's just as dire. Either way stinks. So we should probably study it, right? No, we should probably debate it. Both sides come together and talk about this thing. Both sides, there could be three sides, there could be 15 sides. That's when we got to come in in healthy debate and not just yelling at each other. That's when the debate turns to hate. When the debate turned to hate was when it became political. And with the elections coming up now, this is the perfect time to talk about politics. Because <laughs> I don't know about you, but when you start seeing all that stuff on TV, it just... It's a great way for me to lose my happy. I'm just saying, right? If we're not careful, we could lose all the happy that we have. I think politics started off healthy. I mean, it's a great concept where one person represents all these other people until that one person stops representing all these other people. And I think most people are getting fed up with the politics in America because what it's become Because what a lot of politicians have done to ruin politics, they were elected to represent the people and then at some point started representing themselves instead and have no idea what the people want, let alone what they even need. So let's get back to global warming, climate change, the glacial period. Reason number two just fits. According to Wikipedia, glaciers are formed by, quote, A glacier is a persistent body of dense ice that is constantly moving under its own weight. 
A glacier forms where the accumulation of snow exceeds its ablation over many years, often centuries. It acquires distinguishing features such as crevasses and seracs as it slowly flows and deforms under stresses induced by its weight. There were some pretty potent words in there, and I'm not just talking about the sentences. I'm talking about the words inside of those sentences, like persistent, constantly, accumulation, exceeds, deforms, stresses, weight. That's what glaciers do. And if we're not careful, we're heading into a glacial period when we remove the researching, when we stop the studying, when we decide our way is right and those other guys are wrong because they belong to, you know, that other group, which we shall not mention. (laughs) When the debate turns to hate, we are constantly, persistently moving under our own weight. Life becomes heavy. And now it's under the stresses induced by that weight. Then we slowly flow and the stress deforms us. The stress turns to distress, which takes me to what Wikipedia says next. Quote, as the glacier moves, it abrades rock and debris from its substrate to create landforms such as cirques, moraines, or fjords, end quote. I'll say, abrades rock? I mean, have you ever seen what a glacier does to a landscape? It's crazy. I mean, I remember sitting on a lake and I'm, I'm looking at this granite and it was all flat like someone had taken a bulldozer and, and flattened it all out and it went out way out into the water. And I asked my buddy, he said, how did that happen? He said, oh, that's glacier. That was with granite, which is, I, I believe granite is the hardest natural rock out there, but granite is no joke, right? And the glaciers just cut it like it was sand. That's what glaciers do. And this is exactly what happens to our world when we, when the debate stops being conversation, when it stops being about bettering ourselves, it's when it stops being about studying this thing and turns to hate. It's not one side or the other. It's a debate. It's all sides. The problem is we don't listen to the other side. We spend our time trying to convince the other side instead. That's when the debate turns to hate. When we no longer listen, instead we try to convince. What if the answer isn't either or? What if it's both and? What if the people on the other side or other sides, what if they actually have some experience? What if they've actually experienced some of these things that we're talking about? I'm not talking about global warming right now. I'm just talking about the debate period. What if they're just not stupid? What if there is some point to them? What if we listen to them instead of trying to convince them that we're right, that they're wrong? Wikipedia and reason number two goes on to say, quote, Although a glacier may flow into a body of water, it forms only on land and is distinct from the much thinner sea ice and lake ice that form on the surface of bodies of water, end quote. A glacier and a sheet of ice are technically the same thing. They're both ice, but they are worlds apart. What I'm saying is disagreements are natural. They're kind of a part of life. We're going to have ice. We're going to have disagreements with others. We're not going to see things from the same side. That's what can make it so powerful if we start to listen to each other's side and kind of figure this thing out. A glacier and a sheet of ice, they're both ice, but they're completely different. 
We're all going to have, like I said, disagreements with others. But when the accumulation exceeds the ablation, when we keep taking on but not getting rid of, our sheet of ice slowly becomes a glacier of ice. Glaciers, they destroy or restructure land, our land. I'm talking about our spirits. I'm talking about our souls. Glaciers destroy. They restructure our land. Glaciers stress us. They weigh us down. They slow us down. Glaciers form when the accumulation is greater than the ablation. It adds more than it subtracts. It gains more than it loses. And if we keep trying to gain, gain, get, 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 but we don't get rid of things, the glacial period begins to happen inside of us. When we keep adding things to our life without subtracting things from our life, even when it comes to possessions, we keep getting more things, but not subtracting other things. Our life gets complicated. That's why the minimalist movement has made such a strong surge over the last how many years, whatever, decades, whatever. We want to simplify things down because we keep adding all these things. The accumulation becomes greater than the ablation. Even when it comes to our time, we keep saying yes. We keep doing more and more things. We wonder why we get more and more stressed out. Well, if my life is full and I say yes to something else without subtracting something else, then the accumulation becomes greater than the ablation and the glacier begins to form and the heaviness begins to come and the stresses that are included with that heaviness begin to weigh me down and begin to slow me down. I'm not suggesting that you don't say yes to people. I mean, make someone happy and you'll be happy too. What I'm saying is the cost of saying yes is I'm going to say yes to you, which means I'm going to have to say no to this. I'm going to have to subtract this. I'm going to have to ablate this so I can accumulate this. We keep adding things to our life, but we don't subtract things from our life. The glacial period that I see is forming right now. It's when you look online, you 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 hear the the media. The, the I just feel like the accumulation of stresses lately and anxiety and anger. And there's so many people out there from both sides just throwing out. You know, it cracks me up. Is that when they're figuring out what each party is figuring out who their person is going to be, they will just trash all the other people in that party. Until they figure out this is going to be our candidate. And then all of a sudden now that candidate's the greatest person in the world. But you were just trashing them a week ago, right? And all of a sudden now they're good. That does not make sense to me. But there's these people and and uh, trying to create all this anxiety. And the, the, I, I just feel like the glacier is forming with we're, we're, we're starting to hate people more. We're starting to be more anxious. We're starting to be more fearful. We're starting to be more heavy because of all the things that we're adding on. Even even ads these days are doing it. Like when I'm playing games on my phone, I see ads. I'm like, are you serious? Are you really trying to? It's like there's people out there. There's this force out there, whatever you want to call it, that is trying to turn our debate into hate, that is trying to exaggerate all the negative, and it's becoming a glacier that's going to destroy our lives. And speaking of destroying our lives, do you ever judge someone's thoughts, ideas, or arguments based on their affiliation to a certain race, political party, social or economic status? Do you judge somebody online by how many views or how many friends they have? Do you decide which videos you're going to watch by which one has the most views? 
I mean, we keep focusing on racism in this country, which is good. But when we ignore the other isms, that's not good. I don't understand that. Like I just said, when we judge someone's thoughts, ideas, or arguments based upon their affiliation to a certain race, that's racism to me. That's jacked up. It's wrong. But when we judge someone else's thoughts, ideas, or arguments based upon their political party, that's not. To me, it just sounds like the same thing. It feels like the same thing. It smells like the same thing. It's a glacier forming. When we judge someone's thoughts or ideas or arguments based upon their social status or their economic status, this person is an expert in this area. Some superstar comes on and, and gives their opinion on something, and we think that well, we better follow that because they're famous. Really? <laughs> really? That makes them an expert in that area? I wrote a song a while ago that just says, my life has a story it's important to tell. Yours does too. It's important as well. So I'll respect me while I respect you because this is what we were all made to do because we're all strong when we do life together. So don't put others down just to make you look better. Do not let that accumulation outweigh, exceed the ablation. Do not let that glacier form that will make your life heavier and slow you down and destroy your inner landscape. Don't do it. Everyone has a story. And everyone's story is important. And instead of trying to convince them that we're right or convince them that they're wrong, maybe we should listen instead and turn the hate back to debate. Let's not allow this glacier to form. But let's love instead. Let's listen instead of convince. Let's listen instead. Let's accept each other. You don't have to accept all their viewpoints. That doesn't mean you're not accepting them. You can disagree with someone and still accept them. That's kind of what debate means. I'm, you know, you we're in the same room and we have different sides of this thing, but I'm listening to you. Even if it gets heated, I'm still listening to you because your voice matters. Your life matters. Let's listen to each other and we'll find the truth somewhere in there. And it, it, something like the Constitution, something like the Declaration happens when we debate and listen to all sides make someone happy make just one someone happy and you will be happy too thanks for listening I hope that helped Remember, life isn't perfect, but that doesn't mean it can't be happy. Steve